All right, everyone. Welcome to episode 122 B Team Podcast. Ben, happy Valentine's Day. Thanks, man. You too. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, thank you all for tuning in. As we did not have an episode last week, one of us was feeling under the weather. So it wasn't me this time. Yeah. What many people don't know is that I am actually a raging alcoholic and have been recording this podcast for the better part of a year for rehab. Uh, and I relapsed last week. Would Jesus not recommend Christ, dude. That's just not true at all. If you if you have been, rehab looks a lot like your apartment. It probably should not make um an addiction joke on the podcast, but this is where we are in our Lord and Savior. Wait, that's not right. The year of our Lord and Savior. Oh 25. my gosh. <laughs> All right. Busby had an uh, ailment. We'll just put yes. it that way. Yeah. All good. Um, now we're, we're back. back. Post Super Bowl wrap up. Uh, the highest rated or the most watched live event since the fake moon landing. 1969. Okay. Stop. Stanley Kubrick back there pulling the strings. Do you think it was fake? No, I don't. But I am curious as to why like we did it 50 years ago and they were just like, all right, we're done now. Or did we? Well, that's you just asked me that. No, I'm saying, or did we not stop? We just don't know about it. You know, mm-hmm. it would be what like the what about the other side of the moon? You know, the dark side. Yeah. What do you think goes on over there? I don't know. Does it? We can't see. Like that stays the same side, right? You think they have legalized gambling on that side of the moon? <laughs> There's definitely no one eight hundred gambler. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't rotate, right? It it rotates with us? So it's like perfectly in sync? Oh my gosh. Ben, I don't know. So like, have we seen the dark side of the moon? It's just light when we see it? I guess we'll I never see the dark side of the moon. Because then you would just see it and it'd be light. But do you think people in like Australia see a different part of the moon than we do? Oh gosh. I'm going to go down a YouTube rabbit hole after this. <laughs> this is probably the most brain-damaging conversation for someone trying to listen. Yeah, somebody's so mad right now that knows this. Space is just weird. I, I don't want to learn about it because it would just freak me out. So The the most in-depth I've ever gotten is watching um, – what's that Matthew McConaughey, Jessica Chastain movie? Yes. That's a Good great one. movie. <laughs> Those aren't mountains. Those are waves. And then that dude up in the spaceship was just aging like a normal human. Like, you guys have been gone for two years. And he's watching his kids. And that's just the meme going around where he's like screaming at the television. Yeah. What do you think is a better meme between that and the Leonardo DiCaprio the, snap and point? Yeah. The, I watched that movie a couple weeks ago, too. What movie is that? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I've never seen that one. It's a... Do you like um, Quentin Tarantino, Tarantino movies? Right? Yeah. Yeah, and I've heard it's really good. I need to watch it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it. It's a bit of a weird plot. Like, it jumps around a little bit. 
Um, there's not really much conflict until like the very end, but yeah, I still thought it was really good. So I, still, I haven't seen uh, Killers of the Flower Man either. I haven't either. I have not seen that one yet. I, I watched all list, of Tarantino's but... movies like five years after they come out. I'm trying to think of the last one I saw. Django, probably. That was a long time ago. Uh, Inglorious Bastards? Yeah, I've seen that, but that was before Django, right? Uh, I think they both came out around... Yeah, you're probably right. Mm. They had the same villain in both. It was... Uh... Yeah. The no, 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 no. He was the good guy in Django. Christoph Waltz. Yeah. He just seems like he would be a villain. Yeah. I, he played a good villain in the other one. No, All I mean, right. like, he's seen, like, his character seems like it should. I don't know. Like, the vibes he gives off seems like he should be a bad guy, but he's a good guy. Leo's the bad guy in that movie. Mm-hmm. But he's, yeah, like, man. the good guy in every other movie. Yeah. What a great Except movie. for The Departed. You seen The Departed? Oh, I need to. I've been. I was thinking about that the other day. I need to watch that again. No, Leo isn't. Leo's the uh, spoilers, by the way. In The Departed, he's the uh, he's the mole. No, Matt Damon's the mole. Is he? I'm pretty sure Matt Damon is the bad guy in the because Leo gets shot like walking off the elevator. I thought it. But... Doesn't Leo go to arrest Matt Damon and then he gets shot coming off the elevator? And then Matt Damon picks up now, the gun. Now I'm spoiling yeah, it for that, myself because it's been so long. That's just not the way that works. I could have rewatched it and I honestly thought Leo was the fucking mole <laughs> and I would have had my mind blown. God, if there's anyone out there that hasn't seen The Departed yet, it came out like 2011. I am very sorry that we just ruined the entire twist ending. <laughs> oh, The Town, by the way. That's a good movie. Never seen it. What? With yeah. Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner? Yeah, I've never seen it. Uh, that and Four Brothers are like the same movie in my head. I've never uh, seen. Oh, you never seen Four? Dude, Four Brothers is a staple like TNT movie that you just watch on TV, like Shooter. I mean, I love the cast. Yeah, great cast, great movie. All right, should we actually talk about the Super Bowl now? How did we yeah, get probably. talking about? <laughs> I don't even know how we spiraled down. Whatever it does. Speaking of spirals. Patrick Mahomes can throw the ball a long way. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs won their third Super Bowl in five years. I am very glad that I hopped on that line as soon as it came out. I That was the weirdest game because the Chiefs were the worst team the entire time, and I never had a doubt that they were going to win. Yeah, I, uh, I bet them before the game, and I got them at halftime at like plus 210 to win the game, which is crazy to me. Um yeah, I mean they just never clicked. The first half was a snoozer. Um, oh yeah, I I was so I was over at Pierce's house watching it, mm-hmm. and I turned to him, basically right as the fourth quarter started. And I'm like, dude, do you realize this game's kind of ass? And then it yes, just became it not ass. Then it just became awesome. Um, yeah, where do we start? Wherever your heart takes you, Ben. You want, start with the, you want to start with the, the muff punt? LOL Brock Purdy is where I want to start, and then we can go to the muff punt. You going to say something? I, I didn't even like want to expound on it. I just wanted to say that statement, and then we can move on to the next one. This is another one of the 
the instances where being a non-visual podcast hurts us mm-hmm. because Ben just saw me let out a huge sigh and then just eat the words that I was about to say, whereas the rest of you are now just listening to my monologue. I just had to, I just had to get it out there. Um, pretty wasn't bad. <laughs> no, he wasn't. I think he played pretty well. I'm just happy that he lost. You know, it just is what it is. Little yeah. things. I have noticed that it seems like everyone hates the 49ers. Yeah. Like player one. Yeah, I don't really know why either. I can't even explain it. <laughs> so it seems to be a lot targeted at Debo. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Does, do people hate George Kittle? I feel like he's pretty I universally think Cowboys people hate George Kittle. I don't. You got to respect him. George Kittle also did say he'd be back with a vengeance. He had two catches for four yards. I think his shoulder was falling off. He kept going to the locker room. I think they were just stabbing him with, like, numbing stuff in his arm. Also, Kyle Shanahan just – he wasn't running routes. <laughs> he just blo- – I mean, I, I know that's a big thing, like wide receivers and obviously tight ends with George Kittle and all that block a lot, but they just weren't running routes downfield. It's like he was scared to – for Brock Purdy to make a mistake, if that makes sense. Brock Purdy made a ton of good throws, but he was never uh, had. Was a really he scared close... to, to make Brock for Brock Purdy because he threw the ball a shit ton? Yeah, but not really down the field. There's a lot well, of I mean, crossers. The Chiefs and... were blitzing the entire game. Like you're yeah. gonna have quick passes. But I mean, George Kittle. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. The muff punt was huge. What they score on? Did it take them one or two plays to score there? Uh, the muff punt. It was the very next play. Yeah, and uh, like that's what the the forty nineers were controlling that game, and then the muff punt happened, and the whole thing flipped again. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was the returner's fault, but obviously, it hit the other guy on the. You hit the other guy on the foot. Uh, this is very much so Patriots esque. It's just everything mm-hmm. broke for the Chiefs. They weren't even that in, good in the game. You traded in Tom Brady for Patrick Mahomes. This one I can tolerate a little more because it's not at the expense. Now, once AR becomes, you know, the legend that he's going to be and the Colts become the next dynasty, then it'll flip and I'll start hitting mm-hmm. the Chiefs more because they'll be the ones in the way. Um, could you imagine just for a second, close your eyes here. Okay. Imagine a world where, like, the Colts are really, really good. Cool. All right, now open your eyes. It's like 2009. <laughs> God, I was so close to having I was I had the perfect 2006 with the Cardinals and Colts winning the World Series and Super Bowl. I was so close to having it again in 2011 and life has not been good since. Hey, next year's your year. AR started throwing again today, so that's a good step. Yeah, got to do that. Yeah, that is a positive. Chalk mm-hmm. that one down. Um it's also like the Drake Greenlaw injury was so freakish, and it happened so early in the game. Dude, I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, he popped his Achilles in, like, the well, second drive. Yeah, like, after the game, I saw, or, like, maybe, like, halfway through the game, I saw it on Twitter. But we were at a party, and, like, obviously the sound's not really on and, like, all that stuff. And uh, What a brutal way. <laughs> like, he's literally just, like get like, on the sideline getting ready to go in takes a step and just bam done out for the year 
also like genetically as a species our achilles is just getting weak i feel like it just happens so much more often now or is it the turf i think well that was played on grass right spin zone here we're so genetically superior to what we used to be that our achilles can't take the burden anymore that's true because it's only happening to these big athletes not like i'm walking down the street and popping my achilles Granted, Aaron Rodgers literally like dropped back and just oh, I guess he was getting tackled, but just he he twisted in a little bit of a weird way, but still like that was a normal looking play. Kobe, RIP when his popped. Uh weird. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant popped mm-hmm. his twice. I mean that he kind of looks like a rubber band man. Like that that one kind of checks. Rubber band man. man. You um all right, we gotta get through this because we got a lot more to talk about. Um Patty Mahomes just does. Patty yeah, he's 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 inevitable. Uh, let's fast forward here because I think one of the big talking points that came out was what happened in overtime. Kyle Shanahan just, I, I he can say whatever he wants to. There's zero chance he knew the rules there. No, he and maybe he knew him at one point, but he panicked. Uh, and just said he wanted the ball. There, in no world do you want the ball first, especially when you're playing Patrick Mahomes. Two things. First of all, to be fair, I didn't know the new rules. Second of all, I'm not paid multi-million dollars to coach you a team. You knew the new rules? It was the Chiefs, Bills, it was the Josh Allen, Patty Mahomes. Yeah, how do you feel right now, Benjamin? What do you mean? You berated the NFL for their overtime rules because your precious lover boy, Josh Allen, lost. Yeah, And now it and comes back. It. And now it, it comes lit. back to bite us. It was awesome. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I forgot you were – yeah, I forgot you had the Chiefs. You did too. Yeah, I – but I didn't have them in my heart, Ben. I had them in my Oh, head. my God. I'm so tired of betting with you. I may be done with betting with you. We do all this stuff. <laughs> we make all these parlays. We make all these picks. And you're like, yeah, I don't really care. I don't care. I'm going to root for the other team. Shut up. I won. Yeah. You always – you you always talk about the hedging happiness. That's exactly what I did here. Now you're mad about it. <laughs> yeah, but why did you could have easily just picked the 49ers? The Chiefs were better. Oh my God. I dude. won the bet. <laughs> I'm the one that told you to bet it. The moment the line came out, did I not text you and Pierce? Yeah, you did. And then um, last, last note on my end uh, Chris Jones is. Awesome. Not awesome enough. Well, yes, if you had him for over half a sack. <laughs> but he disrupted so many things yeah. in that game. He basically got a sack. Like there should be if you get enough of those like quarterback like hurries where they just like dump the ball, it should be like a quarter of a sack. He would <laughs> definitely have had a full sack. If you got Brock Purdy at 12 and a half rushing yards, I oh. <laughs> tough. Because that was kind of on the Chiefs, too, because they didn't squib it. Because yeah. they could have squibbed it. There's three seconds, and they would have gotten the... Oh, that's tough. Um, yeah, one – I mean, I guess the only other big thing that was going on, it kind of got brushed under the rug because they won, but Kelsey um, and Andy Reid. Yeah, I thought that was very, very weird in the moment. And now, like, two days later, and granted, is probably what you said. It's because they won. 
don't really care. It mm-hmm. seemed like Andy Reid didn't care either. So if Andy Reid doesn't care, why should I care? Yeah. What was he mad about? Because he went on the field or something? Yeah. Uh, the guy that he would have ended up blocking was the guy that knocked the ball out, I think, is what was mm. going around. Okay. Yeah, um, I, just, I really felt very indifferent about it. I just knew people were in an uproar about it at one point. Um, shout out both kickers for breaking the record for longest field goal kick in a Super Bowl. Yeah, I think and, uh, old Moody had a Zimbabwe in. Did you see that? No. Yeah, when he oh, ran yes, 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 I did. I did, yep. Flicked it out. <laughs> um, and last thing, I'm, I'm going to say something here, Ben. I think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback I've ever seen. He's better than Brady. I think I know it's like a hot take out there right now, and he doesn't have the Super Bowl rings to back it up. But I mean, he's on his way. He's got three. He's um, only twenty-eight. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate take that. I'll, I'll I'll ride that bandwagon with you. I think it's Josh Allen, but you know, <laughs> the guy that's zero and three in his career in the playoffs against Patty Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Super Bowl halftime show, Usher. Thoughts? Pretty good. I thought, I mean, I thought it was good. I, I felt like he sh- could have sang more, but the whole show was really good. Yep. The fact that he got on roller skates in front of 100 million people, I mean, that should tell you all you need to know. That's a confident man. This is the first time where I thought the Super Bowl halftime show was like targeted for me. And I think that means I'm getting old. He says yeah. as he's wearing a backwards hat and a baseball jersey. Yeah, you're you're in your thirties, buddy. Yeah, we were the target audience for that, and it was awesome. This is, dude, I am so I've I always said as a kid, like I'm not going to be one of those old people that uh, gets mad about young people things. And, and I know as soon as I'm like have a kid and they don't talk about how like let's say the Super Bowl is in eight years. I have a four year old child. So that would I don't we're just hypothetically here, right? Mm-hmm. And the Super Bowl halftime show is um Justin Timberlake. Let's just say he runs it back, right? And mm-hmm. my four year old son starts talking about all the old songs. I'm gonna I, he's gotta get kicked in the face. I mean, a four-year-old, That's he's progressed if he's already at the point where he's going to be bad-mouthing and, like, talking and doing all that stuff about your I, stuff. Ben, I don't know when kids do anything. Those four-year-olds will just be like, what's up? I don't think they really have that much of an opinion. But maybe yours will, and I will be ready for that day, and I will kick him in the forehead with you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I needed that backup. Uh, last question for you on the Super Bowl. What's an ice spice? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I thought that her and somebody else were the same person. What's the other person? Sexy uh, red. red? <laughs> yeah, the red one. Yeah, I thought they were the same person. No, nah, she does ski yeet. I know that one. Ski. Oh, yeah, I know that song. Ski If you win it, that's a banger. All right, Ben. I got trivia oh, for you. Last thing, Blake Lively. That's all. Yes. 
All right. I got trivia for you. Now that this is, if you listen to our um, worst days of the year draft, we each pick this day, basically the day that football is over. To help get your mind right for future podcast episodes and to celebrate this year's past season. Um, this was published on January 17th, by the way. So right before the playoffs started, give me the top 10 highest selling jerseys from the 2023, 2024 NFL season. Hmm. This is going to be tweaky. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is number six. Tyreek Hill. No. Mm. But there's a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes is four. Yes. Uh, Dak. Dak's not on here. Mm, tough. Keep going down the quarterback route, though. Uh, Josh Allen. Eight. My guy. Um, any rookie quarterbacks on here? No. Hmm. Um, I did Lamar read that Jackson. CJ Stroud had no Lamar Jackson's not on here. Wow, CJ Stroud has had one week where his jersey was in the top ten in sales, but he did not crack the top ten for the year. Hmm. Um, is South is West. If there are five quarterbacks in total, if my math is correct. NFC North, NFC North, um, NFC West. The three quarterbacks you have left, one from Hertz. the Hurts is number one. What? Yep. Uh, so you have Hurts, Mahomes, Allen. The other two are from the NFC West and the AFC North. AFC oh Joe Burrow. He Joe Burrow's played. ten. Um NFC West. Yep. Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. We're not doing this. Yeah, he's seven. Okay. Number nine should be fairly easy. Had a very popular year amongst fan bases of Travis certain. Kelsey. Yep. I'm shocked that's not number one actually. Uh, number five is an offensive lineman. Jason Kelsey. Yep. Wow, he beat Trav. That's crazy. Number three. Is a cowboy not named Dak? CD. And number two is a cowboy not named Dak or CD. Micah. Yep. Wow, Micah up there. Yep. The podcast. That actually is probably a good point. Mm -hmm. All right. Other NFL news. As you've already said, Lamar Jackson won the MVP for the second time this year. Dak, CMC, and Purdy finished 2-3-4 in that order. Purdy had the only other first-place vote, though. What? I thought that was an, thought that was an actual fart for a second. <laughs> uh, Miles Garrett won Defensive Player of the Year. Steelers fans are not happy. Dude, they're going through it. CJ Stroud won Offensive Rookie of the Year, which – Kind of warranted, but at the same time, Puka broke every receiving record as a yeah. rookie. So, uh, and then Will Anderson, defensive rookie of the year. So, shout out the Texans, but not really. Um, <laughs> and then the 
the shocker, Joe Flacco won comeback player of the year. <laughs> guys. So <laughs> guys, we gotta talk about something. So uh quarterbacking the Jets poorly you and then the leading the Browns oh. to the playoffs is harder than coming back to life, apparently. <laughs> Maybe they have a point. I mean the number of players that have led the Browns to the playoffs is not long, but it's fairly yeah. substantial. The number of people that have come back to life is like three. <laughs> yeah, dude. He we watched it. We all saw it happen. Joe Buck was um, in tears. Yeah, we said that to stupid keep here. whopper, 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 <laughs> whopper, whopper. Uh, yeah, man, that was crazy. At what point? Did they were they like okay Joe Flacco overtook like during the season, like how many good games did it take for they were like all right we got to give it to Joe. I blame Stavi. Say it, Joe Flacco. <laughs> something about that Flacco. There's something about Flacco I trust you know. <laughs> oh god, that was good. The Mars are really cool, but they're just something about Flacco I like. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> really good. That was the best one yet. Uh, the NBA trade deadline happened, and that's pretty much the recap of the NBA trade deadline. Anything cool happened? Gordon Hayward got traded. If you think that's cool, he's still in the league. Yeah, he got traded to the Thunder. Um, what else? Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks got traded to the to the Knicks. Um. Old Kentucky, P.J. Washington got traded to the Mavs. They traded Grant Williams halfway through the first year of his four-year contract back to Charlotte. Yeah, it was a very boring trade deadline. Sick. Yep. Um, Golf, Ben, besides Nick Taylor winning, shout out Nick Taylor, can you tell me what happened at the Waste Management this week? Honestly, I can tell you more about what happened outside there. I didn't watch much of this because, one, there was tons of rain delays and all that kind of stuff, and it kind of got chopped up. Um, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do out there. They shut. They had to stop allowing people in on Saturday, even if you had a ticket. They stopped selling alcohol at, like, noon, like 2 p.m. maybe. Um, people were, like, falling out of the stands, yelling. There were several videos of players having to, like, tell the people to shut the hell up um people like multiple videos of guys just or people just pissing themselves while they're sitting there i'm all for having a good time but like at what point do we say is enough and at this point i don't know what they can do to stop it because that's just the what this tournament is at this point it's taking on a, a personality of its own so i don't mm. know i like the tournament though the inventor of pop tarts died Oh, rip. I had blueberry Pop-Tarts this morning. Farewell to that, man. What a genius. Yeah, I saw – and I take some of it with a grain of salt because Zach Johnson just seems like a pissy person. <laughs> so him being upset, I didn't really care about. But some of the stuff coming out, I, I fully get why the players wouldn't like it. Yeah, I mean, some of that's fun. And, like, I do think some of the stuffiness of golf needs to go away. But, yeah, you know, at some point, it's obnoxious. Just like – Go ahead. At 
I mean, like NBA players will get people thrown out sitting on this like court that are yelling dumb shit all the time. So I also kind of like I, I heard an argument going around a couple times of well, you chose to play in this tournament. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna play if the purse is twenty million dollars. Like Yeah. Yeah. Like if it's if I'm playing well and I can make a million or so dollars or plus money, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna play. Yeah. But I mean, I, I see both sides to some degree. Um, but it's like I said, I'm all for having a time, but I, it's crazy. It does seem like it's go. taken like a lifeboat set. Yeah, I don't think I would want to go at this. I've always said I wanted to go, but like seeing videos and stuff. Oh, like, you talked to me about going Saturday. Yeah, and then I saw videos of like what the crowd was like that day. It looked miserable, unless you were in like a V, like one of the suites. Yeah, but I don't have two hundred million dollars or however much that costs. Yeah. It's basically just like a Scottsdale frat bro party at this point. It's like right? a music festival. Mm. And I've always said I would never go to a music festival. Yeah, this seems. I would still go to the waste Yeah, Yeah, I, I think I would go on like Thursday or Friday. Um. All right, we actually have some college football news to talk about. Shockingly, I don't know why this is happening in February, but uh, Bill O'Brien his prestigious reign as OC at Ohio State for nine days is over. Never lost to Michigan. Never lost to Michigan in New York. Well, I mean, did, he probably did at Penn State, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Uh, he took the Boston College job whenever their coach left. Jeff Halfley, I believe was his name, to become the defensive coordinator of the Packers. Uh, which led to something interesting. Chip Kelly just saying deuces to being a head coach and taking the OC job at Ohio State. That was crazy. Um, yeah, to me, that is the, that's one of two things. So, like, the rumor was during, like, at the end of the season that they were going to fire him, and this is his way of twisting that. Like, I'm going to get out before they can get me. Mm-hmm. Or he's just fed up with college football. He's just like, I, I want to coach this side of the ball. Pay me a million dollars, two million dollars, whatever it is. Call it a day. Yeah, because wouldn't that be more likely? Because I'm assuming if they fired him, there would have been a buy. Like they would have owed him money. He apparently, I heard. I don't know why I didn't hear about this whenever it was going on, but I was listening to a radio show the other day, and apparently he campaigned really hard for the Cincinnati job before they hired uh, Satterfield. Um, so maybe he's just been trying to get out for a while, but yeah, he's not an LA boy. Yeah, he actually might be in LA. Where do you think he's from? Mm, Make your Kansas. guess. He is from. Oh, oh wait. That's his college. Oh, yeah. He is from uh, not a football state. Idaho. New Hampshire. Oh, definitely not a California. Which I think Dan Mullen's also from New Hampshire. Shout out Dan Mullen. Lastly, with Chip Kelly leaving, Deshaun Foster, who was the running backs coach for the Oakland Raiders. Got the head coaching job at UCLA. He's a the former player. Do what? The what Raiders? 
Uh, I said Oakland. I was hoping that we would just, you know, let it be. But They don't have a football team no more, Bubby. But apparently the A's are trying to extend their lease in Oakland. So we'll see nice. how that goes. I feel like Vegas is a lame city to – I mean, not lame in the fact that, like, obviously a lot of people go to the games, but who's from Vegas? You know what I mean? Yeah, Vegas is a big transplant city. Um, but they've apparently adopted the Knights really well. And they win everything. Raiders fans obviously travel regardless. So, hmm. yeah, the NHL, they kind of cater directly to the Knights. So, you know, like, hey, here's the best team in the league. Thanks. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for the first half of the podcast. Stick with us to the break, and we will have our B-team awards that we've been promising for like three weeks now uh, on the other side. We'll see you then. All right, everyone, welcome back to the B-team podcast. And as we finish up the first half, we let you know that we will be doing awards tonight. So this is probably going to operate different than every other podcast awards that you will hear because me and Ben do not have a plan. I just put together a list of things. <laughs> <laughs> I just put together a list of things, and uh, me and Ben are probably going to vote just live on this recording. Oh, hopefully there's not a split vote. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just flip a coin at that point? Mm-hmm. Okay. You'll probably do a random number generator and cheat. I, I'm, I, no. Oh, no. No, 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 continue. <laughs> Our first... Award is for topic of the year. Yeah. I have two nominees written down, Ben. And if you think mm-hmm. of anything else during, also, we can write in votes here. The first one, our just general football sadness this year. Like that was a big point, basically from September. Yeah, we never really had joy, I would say. We haven't had joy in quite a while. Yeah. I mean, when's the last time I was happy? In <laughs> college sounds football. so bad. In college football. Mm. Uh, when Zach Arnett got fired? Yeah, I mean, I guess that counts. When we hired Jeff Levy and I finally talked myself into it, that was I was happy then. Um, I remember you said, I don't want Jeff Levy, and then that's who they hired. Yeah, see, it's reverse psychology. Mm. And then the second nominee that we had was Taylor Swift saving football. Wow. Busby. Uh, It was the most watched live event since the fucking moon landings. Yeah, that's crazy. Do you think that's because of Swift? Yes. (laughs) Travis Kelsey is ninth in jersey sales. Jason Kelsey's fifth. That's crazy. Also, shout out to all the videos of them in the after party and Jason Kelsey just having the time of his life. Do you see that? Yeah. He's wearing a luchador mask. I saw a tweet today of them going out after the Super Bowl, obviously. And Jason Kelsey was wearing like his Chiefs overalls and the luchador mask. And it was like my creative character during any. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Fortnite skin, man. It's a legend. It was literally me. You'll know what I'm talking about before Saturday playing Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, just like hodgepodge of clothes. Side note, why did they, like in the movies, in the books, why did they never go to the 
the portraits for like feedback. Yeah, for like, because they're basically security, right? Well, in the first one, they were just like, I bet it was Snake that let a troll in the dungeon. I'm like, you could have just gone to a portrait, and they've been like, nah, dude, it was that weird ass coral guy. <laughs> Saw it. Happened, oh, like, watch, he even ago. fell and his wrap unwrapped. There's a guy's face on the back. Dude, that guy has two faces, man. It's crazy. I saw Voldemort. Nuts. <laughs> I, the guy fell, and I swear I saw Voldemort on the back of his I could have saved know. so much time. <laughs> like, hey, did Harry Potter put his name in the Goblet of Fire? No, he hasn't no. been near that thing. <laughs> are you crazy? He's 13. No, he didn't do that. No, what are you talking about? Instead, you just have Dumbledore like choke slamming him downstairs. <laughs> Did you put your name in the <laughs> your name of God before? <laughs> he turned into freaking Batman in the Dark Knight. I've been watching a lot of British people try American fast food chains, <laughs> and they've just never experienced flavor before. <laughs> yeah, but what? <laughs> It's just all one syllable. It's <laughs> derailed. If we're, um, if we're ever not allowed to make British, like anti-British jokes, we are in trouble. I'm going to say college football sadness. I think that is the correct answer because that is what consumed most of our lives. Yeah. But Taylor Swift did say football. As a Swifty, you know, it feels good to say that. <laughs> Such an ass. <laughs> Uh, rant of the year, Ben. I wrote down one nominee because it's the only thing that stuck out to me because it still is probably my favorite soundbite that we've had this year. That's you on Kadarius Tony. Yeah, I kind of blacked out during that one. I don't even know where that came. I, I hadn't. <laughs> he sucks I really and he's stupid. <laughs> it was scary looking. Uh, yeah, just like most of the things on this podcast, I don't really come in with a ton of preparation, and that was just <laughs> off the dome. So. I'll happily accept the award. I don't remember any other crazy one. I feel like there was one that you had. We could have just done – well, we'll get to Brock Purdy soon, but we could have just done any of your rants on Brock Purdy. Yeah, but like, I remember – I think I was very measured this year. Yeah, but I remember you going off about one like something that I was just like, wow. Oh, it was basketball. It was from the NBA. Um. Uh, Oh, that was last year. I think that was the award last year. You versus Rudy Gobert. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, he stinks. <laughs> they traded their entire future for a French loser. Yeah. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Me used to block a lot of shot. I <laughs> just turned into Jar Jar Binks all of a sudden. You're a Pepe Le Pew, dude. <laughs> no, Pepe Le Pew's canceled. Really? I'm pretty. Didn't. Wasn't there like a sexual assault thing or something? Pepe Le Pew the skunk? Yeah, didn't people come out and say like he's very, he gives off rapey vibes or something? The cartoon? Yeah, I'm pretty sure people canceled the cartoon. All right. I mean, sure. Pepe Le Pew. Why do all French people sound like they've lost every fight that they've ever been in? <laughs> hey, Pepe Le Pew. Oui, oui. The oh, baguette. Baguette. <laughs> oh, croissant. Cancelled. Parlez du fromage. Ablez du fromage. Ablez du 
Formage. By the way, I just said parlay du fromage. I'm pretty sure that means do you speak cheese? <laughs> Isn't that from Dexter's Laboratory? Oh, when maybe. he goes, Able du fromage. Able du fromage. Fromage is definitely cheese. I don't know what ale, whatever you just said, means. but I don't know either, but I think it's in Dexter's Laboratory. The only thing I remember from Dexter's Laboratory is DD! You what are you doing in my laboratory? DD! Did you? What are you doing? I'm on the bar door. What a banger of a show. Why was he German? I don't know. His mom was thick, though. What? Oh, God. Bonk of the year, that one. <laughs> All cartoon moms back then were. I don't know why. Uh, draft of the year, Ben. We have all the way from February of 2023, the breakfast draft that we did with Jared Cox. Yeah, mm. what a... <laughs> He Did won. He, he won taking milk chocolate first? milk in the first round. Oh, he said, God. I think this one will go early. <laughs> that wasn't even in my top three of drinks. He won, Ben. Yeah, that's crazy. He took donuts instead of pancakes. I mean, I would have won. I just I waited too long on meats. Ended up with steak. Uh Animals we'd want to be reincarnated as. <laughs> Maybe the most recent recent one that we've done, the golf clubs draft. No comment. Life's small inconveniences. That was a good one. 90s country songs. Feel good. Oh, draft. that was a really good one. Yeah. And the worst days of the year. <laughs> okay. Uh I liked all of those. Those were all great. Um, trying to think of iconic moments in drafts. So um, animals we want to be reincarnated as, I think to this day, is our most divisive draft that we've done. I think that's the one where we ended up yelling at each other the most, turning on each other the most. As far as, like, I feel really good doing this draft, 90s country songs was up there. Mm-hmm. The uh, worst days of the year was just fun. It was just... You know what? I need to go back and look. Because I think it might have been during this year. Another draft that I loved, our TV theme song draft. Ooh. But it wasn't nominated, so we can't use it. Yeah, too bad. They got snubbed. <laughs> uh, we make the rules here. I don't know. Where do you want to go with it? I think 90s country songs. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I feel like that was our. Cleanest top to bottom. It's, I would it's, say. it's either that or the animals you want to be reincarnated <laughs> as for completely different reasons. That was just idiotic. Well, yeah, it's especially your we all, list. We all had a no, my list won again. I dominate these drafts. Yeah, because you pay for the boss. Oh, the, the most recent one we did was the childhood snacks draft. Oh, that I again dominated, by the way. The, uh, again, dominate, you guys just stink at this. It's my draft, man. It's just me, okay? That leads us right into the next category, which is so shout out 90s country songs for leading for, for winning that, by the way. Uh mm-hmm. next round or shout next out Toby Keith, RIP. RIP and peace Toby Keith, you are correct. Rivalry of the year. And that is Busby the word rivalry. I said it right that time. <laughs> yeah, you did. First nominee, 
the boys versus sports happiness. We experienced very little this year. Ben versus Brock Purdy, which you guys have heard a couple times. Uh, and then me versus you. I feel like we just bickered a lot more than normal. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's part of this, the, the podcast, though, is the bickering. Um, yeah, I was, I was going to say us versus the last leg of the parlay, but that's not really a podcast-related one. No, that's just a lot. Um, yeah, that last leg. Um, I feel like it's – I feel like it's got to be me versus Brock Purdy. Um, Every year, I think one of us just has to pick a player to hate on. So last year, yeah. the winner of this category was me and Rudy Gobert. Yeah, yeah. Very similar vibes. <laughs> like Rudy well, Gobert, like Brock Purdy's a normal, likable human, and Rudy Gobert sleeps with his socks on. He also, like, I think he started COVID. Um, yeah, I'll take it. I saw him in the Wuhan lab. I can't even uh, explain to you why I hate the guy, but I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I asked you again on Sunday, and the excuse was, I don't like him. I'm All just right. so deep into it that I can't even <laughs> see where we started. There are so many more unlikable guys on the 49ers. Oh, facts, for sure. Um, Argument slash debate of the year. I... Mm-hmm. Couldn't come up with very good nominees for this one. I have two written down. They are, is Brock Purdy good? And is J.J. McCarthy good? And I don't feel like either one of those are viable options. Yeah, best argument of the year. What does this mean? Like, just question posed? Or, like... Maybe. I was thinking like debate that we had. It might be. It might be our animals draft again. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm trying to think, uh, it's just we you, do it so many of them. Me and you also had a very heated argument about which is better between pancakes and French toast. Yeah, I mean it's. Pretty obvious that French no. toast is bad. Well, I mean, it is pretty obvious, but not in that way. Um, a pancake is just a worse waffle. Which is still better than the best No, French it's toast. not. Why wouldn't I have something different? That's just not true. French toast is... People have said it's underrated so much that it's now become overrated. I mean, even if it's overrated, it's better. Than I said this. I actually remember saying this during the breakfast draft. It is the Mike Conley of breakfast foods. It is a very solid Washed option. Up. It, it at this point, yeah. French toast ain't mm-hmm. played nobody. Ain't never won nothing. French toast is delicious, and I guarantee you'd eat a plate of it right now if you could. Well, yeah, but I'm fat as shit. If there's a plate of French toast in front of you, a plate of pancakes in front of you, which one are you eating? I'm reaching for the pancakes 100 times out of it. Are you? No. No texture, man. I'm a Guga. Okay. That's a bad soundbite. We're going to go with this one just because we literally just almost came to blows. Well, no. You got angry. I had a very rational opinion. Yeah, that's why you're a Guga. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather have a corner piece of a brownie or a middle piece of a brownie? Mm. Me as a Guga, I would rather have the middle piece. 
I think I'm a middle piece guy as well. But it's weird. I would rather have crispy pizza. Facts. Yeah. Best take of the year. I'm just going to go ahead and call this one early. I'm putting the crown on my own head, Ben. Okay. Jalen Hurts is overrated. Uh, Yeah. It's a good one. I saw a guy, although now I think I'm going to have to – I think now I'm going to have to flip to the other end. Oh. I saw a guy today that was raking the quarterbacks for next year, and Jalen Hurts was at 17, and I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Mm. That's probably a little low. Man, Anthony Richardson was 16, and he played two and a half games. Yeah, but this is for next year. Joe Burrow was 10, by the way. That seemed low. Yeah, but he just can't stay healthy. New can AR though. So yeah, I'm yeah, we just went over the two and a half games thing. We need to rank all the quarterbacks. I think we should do a mock draft this year, like a one first round mock draft. Oh, I'm gonna be terrible at this, but I'm down. Oh, me too. I did one last year. I got zero picture. That's not true. I'm sure, you got uh, Bryce. Well, I got zero. So we did a four person mock draft, and I was oh like, yeah, 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 I got I all that. of mine wrong. That's really hard then. Worst take of the year. So, two of these came from the same podcast. So, they're both Pac-12 football related. I said that Oregon would be the team that fell back down to average. And they ended up winning 11 games and had the third place finisher in the Heisman. Mm -hmm. We both said USC would be in the Pac-12 championship game. Mm -hmm. And we both said the New York Jets would be in the playoffs. And that lasted roughly 17 seconds. Did I say they would, or did I? I thought I said you the said they would win the division. I said the Jets would. Yeah. Wow. Me and you each had three. No. If I remember correctly, you had three AFC East teams. I had two AFC East teams, but I did not. I have had them winning it over the Bills. I believe so. That's great. I might need to go back and check. That's fair, though. I mean, I trust you. Uh, I will go. I mean, I'm sure I had some terrible ones too. Um, didn't you say Mr. State was? Did you say Mr. State was beating Alabama this year? Yeah, that's the winner. Okay, that's. Fair. I don't know if you did. I think you said that. No, I definitely did. And okay, you, I think then, you you said was that this year or last year? They were. I said Georgia. last year they were going to beat Georgia. Did we play Georgia this year? No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure about – yeah, I definitely said they were beating Bama. So, yeah, okay. we'll go with that's that. That's it. That's it. That's easily it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one wasn't even <laughs> close. Episode title of the year. Uh, <laughs> there are two nominees here. First one. They're both kind of along the same lines. Sam Titman. Yeah. That one made me chuckle. And then I think this is my personal favorite, but I will vote with the rest of the group. Uh Dolly got me barking. Yeah, that was that's the winner. Both of those are very deserving to be there. Um, but yeah, that one was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Ist, funniest. Dolly Parton's still alive, right? Yes. Okay. I think. Like right now? Yeah. Or yeah. She still I think alive. so. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
we're not going to kill Dolly Park. Yeah, I agree. She's still alive, right? I do, I, yeah, yeah. Google yeah. it right now, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. She's singing it. She's singing at the thing at the Cowboys game. Yeah, that's that's where she was. She had your barking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was Thanksgiving, so. Yeah, she's still alive. Cool. I get people, man. All right. Playoff of the year. No. What? Oh, stick of the year. I don't think I'm going to read the second one because it doesn't hold a candle to the first one. Uh, the winner for this no. award is that you're actually an old Miss fan. I mean, that's fine for to win a shtick of the year. That's fine. You did bring it up a lot. So it's just it's a shtick. Act at this point. You were at the Cotton Bowl just repping your. Your red shirt and white hood. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was wearing a red shirt. Did not say Ole Miss anywhere on the shirt. Oh, you know what was another bad take now that I'm thinking about it? Didn't you say it's not as bad as State beating Alabama? But you had Penn State, like, playing for a national championship. Yeah, I think I had him winning the Big Ten. Uh, and I think Drew Aller was your Heisman Trophy. <laughs> hey, man. They were close. Ish. <laughs> you said Oregon year. was going to be average. Oh, they were closer to average than Drew Aller no, they was were not. ever touching the Heisman Trophy. They lost two games to the same team. They'll play for the national championship. Yeah, pitch posh. You know, I'm right. You're actually probably right there now that I think about it. Uh, clown of the year. This was one nominee and one nominee only. It could not be anyone else. Zach Arnett. See ya. Heard. <laughs> All the stuff coming out now that he was just a blatant liar to everyone. Yeah, I'm sorry about Rogers for the slander. Um, I mean, you did still stink, but I feel worse about it now. You had to throw one more jab in there, huh? I'm sorry. I had to land it. <laughs> uh, moment of the year. Another solo nominee category. I'm going to, uh, unless there's any issue taken by your side, I'm going to give this to my grandma hopping on the podcast and yeah. uh, just not knowing anything about the trivia question I was asked. That was, that was electric. That she was just, by far the moment of the year. She just did not help. God, she she tried. You were so confident that she was going to know it too. Well, we watched the show together, so I was sure that she had finished the show. She's yeah, one of those people she... that like still watches like live and records things to watch them back and stuff. She had no clue. Not a clue. And now we get to our. Uh, two biggest awards of the year. First one, listener of the year. We have reigning champion Pete Busby. Yeah. We have newcomer Wendy Busby. Okay. We have previous nominee Dalton Coleman. Hmm. 
and we have probably a long time listener, but now a uh, mm-hmm. friend of the pod because he was on. Uh, Wit, your friend Wit. Yeah, Wit Williams. Wit Williams. Great last name. Strong last name. Left side strong. Uh, side. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know where where you're leaning on this one. Um, Pete is always a strong candidate. Uh, Wendy is as well. As much as Pete listens, I think Wendy listens just as much. Uh, I I, I wanted to give my mom her flowers, but mm-hmm. we cannot vote for her for this because her listening is predicated on Pete listening and telling her to then listen. But she still listens. Yes, but it's only whenever my dad tells her that we talked about her and she gets mad. Mm. Mm. So she'll listen to this part and then she'll text me about it later. Shout out, Wendy. You would have been my winner, but I guess I'm not allowed to vote uh, for you. So we'll move on. Um, Dalton and Witt, both strong contenders here. Um, Witt has listened for a very long time. Um, I get texts from him about the show. He did come on the pod this year. Um, and then Dalton. Dalton always has comments as well. Uh, Eagles fan, docks a couple points. Uh, but Witt is an Ole Miss fan, so that docks a couple points. Um, which I think it, Dal- it docks more points than Eagles fan docks from Dalton, so I'm going to go Dalton. You're going to go Dalton? That's my vote. You know what? I'll piggyback on that vote. I was going to go Witt. But alas, we'll, we will – Dalton Coleman, listener of the year. Shout out, Dalton. Whenever you text me about this tomorrow, it's going to be glorious. Yeah. He's going to wake up tomorrow to yeah. such a surprise. Yep. He listens to this. Pete, I'm sorry. I know you're uh you're a strong competitor in this every year, but uh not your time. You share the wealth. Yeah. He's no Patty Mahomes. Stay humble. Sit down. <laughs> uh guest of the year, our final award last year, Pierce Williams was the winner of this award. He's looking to go back to back uh alongside Wit who was just nominated for Listener of the Year, and uh, good friend Gafford White. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to disqualify Pierce here. Pierce at this point is like a third chair. when He's he's here more than he's not here. So I don't think they can be a guest at that point. I love him. I think he's great. Comes on here a lot, but um, I'm just going to DQ him right here. Um, Pierce, you've been Dairy Queens. <laughs> And then uh, we come down to two Ole Miss guys, which is... God, we really do need more friends. Yeah, this is a tough look for us. Uh, <laughs> both great guys. Um, Gafford, I think, was guest of the year last year. Or not guest of the year, but nominated for guest of the year. Yeah, um, and I think he's he's very deserving to be here. Um, I think we did some trivia with him, I believe. Um, he did fairly well. Wit, first time guest. Uh, probably should have him on more often. I thought his some of his insights were were good. He actually kind of knows football. You do as well, but I really don't. Um, and I thought it was good. So I'll let you talk about the two candidates, and we can cast our votes. We. I want to have Wit back on because I had a blast. Okay, I could talk yeah, about high gonna... school nonsense all day. 
Yeah, I was gonna say like I felt like I was a third wheel on a first date <laughs> during that one. Y'all just broing out the whole time. I'm I'm happy to throw it its way. But Gafford drafting the most obscure ice cream that's ever been had. Yeah, that was electric. That was a good one for moment of the year too. <laughs> where you just took Millennium Crunch one one <laughs> of of a uh, a dessert draft. <laughs> yeah, that was that was worse than chocolate milk. And he 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 finished that draft off with seven up pound cake, which I've also never had before. Yeah, he's disqualified from guest of the year just for that performance. So congrats with <laughs> congrats uh, you with our guest of the year. We appreciate it. And now Gafford starts his run as the Bills of the nineties for guests of the year. <laughs> yep. Do better. So congratulations to everyone and everything that was nominated and won tonight. It's been a fun year. Yeah. Lots of episodes, lots of stuff. It's crazy to think back about some of the stuff that happened earlier in the year. So hopefully next year is better for our sports fandom. I'll say that. Baseball starts Friday. That's exciting. Is for it? For now. For now. Yeah, it's very exciting. I'll watch and be sad. Yeah, I'll for sure. I love watching college baseball. I, I enjoy it much more than Major League. I don't know why, but I do. I think I'm going to get really into baseball this year. Okay, I'm down. But like, they I'm are, gonna get really into Mississippi State baseball for sure. The MLB is on my shit list because they changed their jerseys and they stink. Also, I'm about to get really into hockey. So, oh yeah, it is almost Mr. Puck season. Mm-hmm. The Blues are playing overs is electric. By the way, the Blues are playing um, the Maple Leafs tonight. They're on like a three game win streak. Currently losing though. You've uh, officially declared allegiance to the Oilers, correct? I have. We were down to the Oilers. This household was down to the Oilers and the Preds, and we decided to rock with the Oilers. So um, the night that we decided to go with the Oilers, their their 16-game win streak was snapped. So I'm sorry, Oilers. Um, yeah, we're here. Uh, rivalry of the year, us versus happens. <laughs> yeah, it's just I'm here, but baby. Get ready. <laughs> All right. Well, Ben, do you have any closing remarks? Uh, no, not really. Could have said it better myself. Uh, everyone, thank you for tuning in. We will see y'all again next week. Bye.